listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome, everyone. Browsing. What, are you browsing or rousing? Oh, I ain't got no problem with arousing. I just we, we were just talking about browsing. No, okay. we're browsing. Whoa, whoa. We're browsing. You we're know, browsers I, over here. I, we're browsing. I, we're okay. browsing. I, I just I just figured you know I don't know what you guys say when you're there on mute, and I know you were looking at you know some some interesting photographs, pictorials before. Uh, uh, no, they weren't. They were nothing right home about. <laughs> no, we're actually, no, we're, we're, ta- we're talking about the AI and all the crazy AI, shit about the AI, AI. Stuff, chat bot stuff like oh, that. Dude, yeah. It's yeah. freaking, I'm telling you, it's all going to be freaking iRobot here soon. Well, it's wild. There's a whole, there's a casino, there's a casino down in, in Vegas now where they have AI robots in there that greet customers and shit oh, as you come that. in. And they, oh yeah. Oh, hell no. Actual real life robots that like greet you no. when you come in. I'm totally not no. okay with that. Like fucking oh, Skynet really is here now. That's scary, like really scary. Dude, but... so no, it's it, it's it's worse because like they can impersonate anyone. All they need is a sample of your voice with enough words mm-hmm. so that it can it can the computer will fill in all the rest of the blanks. Because yep, I, I, like literally, I found this uh, YouTube dude. He uh, he takes singers' voices, runs it through the AI, and says, "Here, I want you to sing this song." Yeah. So, you know, so it's like, it's not him singing into a microphone with a, you know, with a filter or something that makes him sound that way. It's actually, he just took, said, I want this singer to sing this song. And he told the computer to do it. And the computer made it fucking happen. Which so now you wild. actually have songs on there where you hear Hank Williams singing straight out of Compton. Yep. That's phenomenal. And, and Johnny Cash singing, I'm a Barbie girl, <laughs> which is fucking fantastic. <laughs> And it's oh got plastic. Oh, my God. But, it's, got, it's got Boomhauer doing Eminem rap. It's, oh, yeah, it's Boomhauer fucking raps Eminem, yeah. Eminem, 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 Hilarious. Uh, I'm a Barbie so girl. Let, let's say hi to world. the Maha Butchie. <laughs> I the Maha's brain. Getting bigger every day. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's trying. It's, it's trying. Like it's watch, trying. I can watch it. Gr- it's why it it's growing right now. Right. Yeah, them, heads, them headsets are at least a foot wider than the last time. They are. <laughs> I need to buy new hats. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I well, even, you you should have you you taken that fucking hat. Is what you should have done. Uh, you, you. I'm. I'm going to reiterate this for the second episode in a row. You can't steal from a friend's wedding. You just can't no, do it. It's not nice. You're not. You're not stealing from your friend. You're taking from the people who fucking will never even miss it. Oh, I don't. Because they're I just s- there. They're just there to do the photo booth with the crazy fucking pictures. Uh, they agreed, got eight Viking agreed. helmets and fucking four gigantic sunglasses. Trust me, they're not gonna miss the hat. Jerk, <laughs> uh, you can do anything. You can do anything once. That's true, Mr. Phil Foundation. That was almost perfect for your intro and your music. You're joining perfect. us by phone today, so hopefully. You won't lose us. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind yeah, of. He's out aboard the Calypso. Uh, that's right. But that's okay. You know what? Right it's, it's okay. 
Echo, Sorry. echo, at least, echo. At echo. least we don't have to look at the vag door. There you go. True. Right. That's the only thing I look forward to, though. Or oh, that looking, fucking CPR, dummy. Looking at the, or the vagina hole, door? Or the hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Another brick in the wall? Another brick in the wall. I could wall. make a marriage joke about... No, nah, I'm not going to do it. All right. Well, that's going to lead me into uh, our ring check before we get started today. That's a hell of a segue. I know, right? Like, let's just, you know, bang it right into the ring check. Ah, so that was good. Yeah. Giggity, giggity. So, uh, so, guys, the new website is finally here. It's live. Go check it out. Uh, Medic-materials.com at this time. Uh, oh, it's got, it's dash, got all. Huh? Yep. It's, it, we're dashing now. We're all dashing. So uh, who the fuck's got the one without the dash? We still do, but it's oh, a long story. Okay. It, it's huh. don't worry, we own both. Um, oh, okay. So say, uh, somebody yeah. has to have a little talking to. Uh, yeah, right. But uh, that is where all the latest updates are yeah. going. Uh, if uh, if you guys are looking for merch, we are currently revamping our merch site. So I've been hard at work setting up the brand new marketplace, and we got all new products: shirts, hoodies, stickers, water bottles, mugs. We even got some cool phone cases, so just keep an eye out for that. Phone it cases? Should, yep, it should be here within the next, like, I would say week or oh, two. So that's pretty cool. Oh. If you're uncool, like Gerard always says, you damn cheap bastards, and you mm -hmm. don't want to represent us with the most awesomest medical podcast merch out there, tip the stream in the link below or sign up to be a Patreon. That's yeah, awesome, right? <laughs> they give us money, right? Uh, bastards. But uh, you know? but more importantly, we want to shout out all of our listeners in the great state of Kentucky, the uh, the cool country of Croatia, and ah. our brand new Patreon, Ty. So thank you very much right on. for uh, for supporting us on the Patreon side of things. Um, so guys, Wait, so, so how crazy did they go up over the Cronuts, man? The Cronuts must be fucking like okay. So so let's yes, all right. I don't have one in front of me, um, but the how do you not have a cronut in front of you? Because it's over. Everybody it's should over have at least in the two in front of them. So, <laughs> Tammy, where are the cronuts? I only have the, one cronut. The cronut, the, the cronuts, Tammy will be on the website. I just was a jerk and didn't put it into the rig check, so I apologize. Don't kill me. Um, but uh, but I will say now mm -hmm. that you're watching, Tammy, the cronuts were a huge hit. Yesterday I was at the um, the Mercy Flight Central Fall Education Day conference, and um, I had you know a medic materials booth there, and we got to talk to a lot of cool people. And I'm telling you, like I I had you know all the all the stuff that I normally bring. Nobody was like, oh you know what's this and what's this and you, oh you do CMEs and we can listen to a podcast do CMEs. They walked right up to where all the cronuts were. They literally stuck their finger in the Krona, and they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, it's whatever you want to make it to be. <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> since you're fingering them. And that's when I started right? texting you guys. And, oh, man. So the the next person that came up after you guys had said, oh, you should start charging for the fingering, I uh, <laughs> I was like, yep, they stuck their finger in. I was like, that's going to be $1.50 for that finger action there, Cotton. And they looked at right? me and just started laughing. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I'm serious. <laughs> and they put it down. Right. Right. When you come over someone's place, you just stick your finger in their shit. Come yep, on, man. Just... What's wrong oh, with you? It was, it was super funny. But 
people seem to, they were an attention getter. They were a conversation piece. Um, most everybody thought they were like some kind of stress ball. And I was like, well, they are. Can, I was like, you can use them as stress balls. That's what my absolutely. kids do. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but they were, no, they great, were a total dude. Stress hit. ball, you know, masturbator, whatever you want, whatever you want to use it for. I, I it, mean, it's, it's whatever you want to use it. You for. are a finger you baiter. Know? That you would are, be, yeah. that would be pretty are, fucking uncomfortable. Right. And really tiny. I mean, you gotta be like pencil. Hey, you know, would we have to, would we have to, the, you know, Southern European heritage? You know? <laughs> would we have to change the name to like a flesh nut <laughs> or a crow light? Ooh. Like oh that. man. That's, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, as, as we get started here, um, you guys are going to be, uh, Put into a rural farming district. I was hoping for time machine. No, no, no hot tub time machine. Uh, oh, great but, movie. But this this rural great movie. Uh, it is underrated movie. movie. It underrated. is. I agree. I'm not gonna let you talk. I'm gonna keep talking about hot tub time machine. Uh, well, just wait an hour and you can talk all about it. Um, so, uh, so this call takes place in a rural farming district. Are you building a house, Phil? Jesus I don't know what fuck. he's he's. He get his hands on the, the vag, vag door. Are you slamming the door again? Seriously, what the Stop. fuck is he doing? Stop moving. I'm doing my rig check. Well, that's great. I told you to mute I was, I was about to say you forget you're a paramedic, right? He's <laughs> like, I'm like a good EMT. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. At least he's Look on top me. of things. Check you every. No shit. So Val says my sister was an extra in Hot Tub Time Machine. No, no shit. shit. That is freaking rock on. Like it's a great movie. Oh yeah. Um. So very underrated. It is very, very underrated. underrated. So for the third time, rural farming district. It's covered by a BLS volunteer ambulance service that staffs mm -hmm. their ambulance with a CPR certified driver and two oh, EMT basics. Um. These volunteers outsource their ALS coverage, uh, to a countywide ambulance service. Uh, the county ambulance is staffed with a paid EMT basic and a paramagician. Um, there's a couple I'm hospitals. Sorry, but, but there's a dog disappearing into Butch's head. <laughs> oh, puppy. Um, it's, it's all blurred out. Oh, just get There you go. It's sort of, nope, nope. There it goes again. No, Never mind. There it goes. So. There are three oh, three hospitals within the area. A local community hospital that offers orthopedic services, and they are about forty minutes away. A stroke Yay. slash cardiac center, approximately an hour away, and a Yay. trauma center, approximately one point five hours away. <laughs> I know you're just hey, like check this out. All you people that live out there. Available? No, it won't be. It's a BLS crew with the driver. There ain't no chopper. Get I mean, you chopper. never, you never know. Like, it, oh, I know. It, it could be coming. Let's put it that way. Get on the phone for every call before we even start. This I know, good. right? These are the ones where it's like auto dispatch for chest pain because the ALS is gonna get there, but like the flight ALS is gonna get there before the ground ALS. Auto dispatch for the alpha calls. <laughs> oh yeah, just never. take the toe pain. It'll be fine. 
Never trust the alphas. So, uh, so you guys are dispatched to priority one, a Delta priority, right. to a local private residence for a what's called over dispatch, and I quote, high speed motorcycle accident. No other dispatch information. Can Both. you send me a helicopter and a and a uh, hearse, please? And <laughs> and the coroner. Get the, uh, get the, well, the helicopter just to make it look good. Right. Get the mop out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Both the uh, the ALS and the BLS agencies are dispatched to this particular scene. So we've we've that's BLS to me. We're we're kind of uh, you know hearing your guys' initial thought. But, like, when you get, like, no patient information, you get high-speed motorcycle accident, do you automatically, like, go to, yep, I'm going to get there, and it's going to be, like, a trauma arrest? Or, like, what are you guys thinking initially? The worst. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I always think, you know, because there's no real, like, protection on a motorcycle, and people, high speed could be either 80 or 180, because, you know, now watch. people drive like dicks. We'll get there. Yeah. And this motherfucker will be standing there smoking a cigarette. We'll walk past him <laughs> and go like, well, where, where's the patient? Oh, I'm over here, man. Hey, wait, little, I when, remember, yeah, hurts. I remember doing an episode just like that. Yeah, so do yeah, I. Yeah, I, remember, I remember doing that, a call just was, like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was, that was some, you know. That was some fat fucker, you know. Patient. Oh, he's right here. He's right here. You say something. That is so, so the worst. Oh my god, oh. that was fucking hysterical. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think I think we interrupted Phil. He was trying to make an excellent point. We interrupted him. Oh, sorry, oh, Phil I? Foundation. My bad. Now he's quiet again. What Maybe was I saying? I don't know. You were saying something that sounded like it was important. I don't know. No, I was just making a joke about the other episode that we did. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. So I'm 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 not he, important. He it's was, okay. He was he was co-signing for us. We're good. Yes. Okay. Good. So co-signing the RMA. So yeah. I 100% agree that like these calls, you got to think worse before anything better. Because yeah, like uh, as Phil said, high speed could be 40 or it could be uh, you know 200. You know, like it. I mean, what are they basing the high speed on? You know what I mean? It's like, is it just because it's a road that's that has a high speed limit, right. or is it somebody actually said? Yo, I seen this motherfucker fly through the air. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Well, he, flew tw- he flew 25 feet and hit a barn. Right. right. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen the one with the coyote and the roadrunner? Yeah, like that. <laughs> motherfucker said, beep, beep. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> he held up a sign that said, yikes. And then he hit the barn. <laughs> and he said, ouch. I hit the bikes to Acme on it. I'm not sure. <laughs> he was holding an umbrella in the other hand, but it was way too small. Oh, man. So. <laughs> I think we're showing our age now. Yeah, a little bit. It's all right. I, I watched that cartoon, too, so it's okay. Thank you. So uh, as the units are responding, uh, County 911 updates them that more information is coming from the scene. Uh, units are told that the caller is now telling them this was a high-speed dirt bike accident with one rider. Uh, at this point, the paramedic responding to the call uh, does the most proper thing and the requests the helio chopper because this area does not actually have automatic standby policies. Um, they have to request 
the use of the aircraft. So this paramedic does that, and uh, no immediate answer is given uh, on the helicopter via dispatch. They just say, yep, we will, we will find out. Somebody so, now, now, I, now, I know the sources of your of where you get uh, – I wouldn't say all because I know a lot of people send stuff in, but – but for stuff like this, the, the, they always kind of have that same ring to them. And I know the, the source for those calls. I just have to ask, are they like dipping into my old calls where I've used them? And they're like, oh, here's another fucked up one. Here, give that one to them. And, they're not, and they just don't realize they're all mine. No, no. this Because this, this sounds like the one with the dirt bike. As, far, fucking, as far as I'm aware. Me and, me, me and Farmer Bob had to go up, uh, you know, in the fucking uh, in the gator. You know, like 45 degrees up the fucking hill. My partner jumps out halfway up. She's fucking scared shitless. And yeah, the kid went end over on the fucking dirt bike. Oh. Flew through the air. Flew. Yeah. Gotta love Believe it. Believe it or not, I'm walking so, on So. Now you've dated yourself. Now you have dated yourself. So at this yeah. time, the, uh, the BLS agency arrives on the scene. They are waved into the driveway by multiple people doing the amazing crazy waiver dance the wacky waver no oh, that's the waver. signal everything's okay yeah. <laughs> this must not be the driveway keep going turn around the uh the emts step out of the rig and are bum rushed by two people and those two people identify themselves as family of the patient uh okay. they tell you that the the patient is a 48 year old male who is out back in the woods I'm and dirt bike. and has crashed his dirt bike uh, the family then tells the EMTs that they were having a family barbecue. And, Alcohol is involved. And that multiple people at the party began riding on the trails around of course the they property. Did. After they got drunk. Absolutely. Uh, they say was... that he came over a small hill, and uh -huh. then after that small hill, there is a, a significant slope and drop, lost control, oh, and crashed and hard drop. into the ground. But nobody saw, like, it perfectly, like, they don't know. They know he crashed into the ground. They don't know if they if he also smashed some trees on the way through. Nobody so, got that on video for YouTube or TikTok or anything, uh, so nobody uh, can be famous. They, Apparently not. Damn it. I'm, Do I'm they so know if he was wearing a helmet? Uh, we find out later on that uh, – I'll give you this information now. We find out later on that he is not wearing a helmet. I'm uh, shocked. Oh, outstanding. I know, right? Shocker. So, I just love how they, how they go, he crashed into the ground. I'm like, as opposed to the what? <laughs> I'm not. Yes. Did he, did, he, did, he, did he crash up? I mean, maybe maybe he was trying to move up in the world, and he wanted to crash up. I don't hey, know. The, the powers of physics has ceased to exist on his farmland. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So he got, he got the dirt right from the same guy who sold Jack his beanstalk beans. That's right. <laughs> So be, uh, before the EMTs make their way to the patient and see how this guy is faring, based on just the story that you guys have been told, what does your mechanism spidey sense tell you at this point? Oh, Fuck shit. Up. Fuck He's going to be foobar. Right? Total foobarness. Um, Jesse also wants to say thank you to Gerard. Uh, Gerard is absolutely fucking killing it. Joke's on point tonight. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. There's your kudos for the night. Golf G. Clap. Golf clap. Golf um, clap. So <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, fuck off. What'd you do? I broke the thing again. Why are you breaking things? Because that's what I'm good at. I'm telling you, you every single week. Gentle touch. Gentle touch. It's always something. Just the tip. Gentle stroke. Gentle stroke, gentle touch. Just the tip. Um... So, anywho, as uh-huh. as this gets uh, going here, remember you were saying something about how raunchy we, we, we might get. Yeah, we're 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 just we're yeah. So you so you know where that came from. I when I was at the uh, when I was at the show, I had mentioned to the show director saying like, "Hey, you know, it would be really cool if we took the podcast and made it like a panel." And we, you know, we do like the show in front of yeah. the whole conference. I was Please like, tell me he said it. what? No, go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting. No, all, I'm I, waiting. All, all that I, all that I said was, I was like, I gave her, you know, the, the card for the show. And I was like, here, check us out. You know, whatever. It's like the only thing that, you know, I would say is we would not be as, you know, filthy and raunchy as, we are on the actual show uh, in front of everybody in the conference, um, uh, you know, because that I was hoping that somewhat looks unprofessional, but you know that's all. <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping like like I would have had a bit of a reputation, and she would have been like, "Oh, see, that would have been great." But you know that 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 dude, the big guy there, yeah. Can can you like tell him no? No, no, no. Because then I've been like, ah. Uh, it, it but you have you. heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're still safe. You, you're still gonna get driven ah, up here or flown up sucks. here uh, to uh, to come to the panel. Yeah. So uh, the EMTs grab their first in bag and they begin to walk through the yard towards where the patient is. Uh, the crew walks about the length of a football field be- before they come to a tree line. Uh, the primary EMT moves down the small hill and into the trees. There they find uh, a male doing exactly what Gerard says, minus the smoking. He's, yes. He's just standing. I, I was gonna. I was just about to ask. Ask. How ask. far from the wrecked bike is he? About a foot and a half. Oh, okay. So it's not it's like sitting they walked feet. the football field and were like, well, the bike was back there. Nope. So okay. here's my question. We got all... How do I say it's politically correct? I'm not gonna. We got all these rednecks around here drinking beer. And nobody's got a pickup truck that we could drive our For first real, dude. No, no one. Why don't we just drive the fucking ambulance? Or 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 a side well, by no. side to drive out there. You know, it's like I'm I'm yeah, with no, you. Don't bring the ambulance. I'm you know with what happens you. when people bring ambulances in places they shouldn't go. Uh, that, you know, so we could so we could do a pet, paramedic things and EMT things. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So Gerard, that sounds like my uh, my senior prom night. Going places you're not supposed to go. Ah, good one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, nice. so they find this guy standing uh, above the dirt bike, and yeah, just he's, hanging. He's leaning. Yeah. He's leaning against a tree like this, with his arms against the tree. Like gangsta, or like like, like I'm taking a nap. I, I don't, like, I don't like, exactly I can't. know. All they said was that the arms were crossed and that he was leaning against the tree. Oh, so, okay. like, I, I don't know. Almost like he's, you know, just tired and resting. Like, um, like, he, like he can't breathe so good right now? Probably. So he appears alert. His eyes are open. The, uh, the primary EMT makes contact and starts what they, what 
I'm going to say is a very quick, down and dirty uh, primary Ooh. physical exam. So they find he's alert, but he's confused, only oriented to himself. Um, and providers described the look on his face as the thousand foot stare. Uh, airway is open. Well, call me back when it's a thousand yards. We'll talk. Right. Uh, anyway. Airways open. There's no fluid or debris noted within the airway. However, there are abrasions to his cheeks with dirt on his face. I'm uh, betting he rung his bell. I'm sure he did. Breathing appears shallow and tachypnic. He reports that he cannot breathe. Uh, oh. No accessory muscle use, but he clearly appears to be in uh, some respiratory distress. Peripheral pulses are present, strong and regular. No active bleeding is noted. Uh, what is the What does the bike look like? We'll get there. Um, he is profusely diaphoretic on his uh, on his face and neck, but nowhere else. Due to the position of him leaning against the tree, they don't actually look at his chest at this point. That's what's about the axe. Was did they look at his chest? They don't at this point. They do later on. So well, I would hope so. So from. You asked now, this is just BLS right now, right? This is this just, is just BLS. one EMT. Yep, two EMTs are on the scene. I thought you said one EMT and one driver. Nope, one driver, two EMTs. Oh, ooh, even nicer. Yep, so uh, you asked about the bike. Yeah, what's <clears> it look like? The bike has almost no damage. It's laying huh. on its side, and there's no bent, broken pieces on it. There's, like, no scratches on it. Handlebars aren't bent. It looks almost perfectly intact, other than it's got some mud and dirt on it. Does it look like anything around there looks like it's like protruding from the ground or like you could land on it and fuck yourself up? Or? Uh, not from what these guys said to me. They said right after the hill, there was yeah. an impact site where the dirt had like, you, you could clearly tell that like something hit there. Um, yeah. And then there was kind of like a... Uh, a skid mark, and that was it. Yeah, it's a Bigfoot. Absolutely a Bigfoot. Sasquatch <laughs> mm. did it. Um, I'd Big be, skid mark, too. I'd be totally intrigued to see what the uh, what the people in the chat are thinking. Uh, we got quite a few in the chat tonight, so Ooh, if, nice. if, you guys nice. are, if you guys are thinking anything, let me know. Um, but what are you guys, like, where are your immediate thoughts to this guy based on the findings thus far? And what does this crew need to do like mucho pronto? Do you want me to go from EMT or paramedics? Uh, brain? Both. I think, right, oh, sorry. I think, I think this guy's probably popped a pneumo, if not more. Um, the way he was standing on a tree like that, he's trying to get more air into this, this space. He's, you know, like this, that's your body's natural reaction. Try to get the air in there. So, might even have a little bit of a uh, neurogenic shock going on. All they see is the sweating here, and they have, of course, they haven't checked here yet, but some kind of neurogenic shock going on. That's true, you know. Yeah, I was thinking he had his arms up like that because he was like, "Ooh, that Old Spice is smelling really good." Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. But no, I, like, like for me, like number one thing is, I, I want to. Can we look at the chest, please, before I start trying to figure out what the hell's going on? I want to see what I'm looking at because if I see a lot of nasty shit, well, all right, that's going to clue me into what the hell's going on on the inside. Right. And I you agree know. with Butch a lot in that he's his position might be solely yeah. because he's trying to he's suck trying to get air, air and stuff like that. 
And yeah. who knows how this guy actually landed? Like, there's an impact zone, but like, who knows? Did he whack his, you know, head? Like, did he whack his chest on the bike? Did he, he was whack a, his he was chest a foot on away a tree? The, like, I was gonna say he's a foot away from the bike and he was leaning up against the tree. Did he just hit the fucking tree? Right. Because then that changes everything. Right. Yep. Exactly. You know. Um. So the uh, the primary EMT tells their EMT partner to uh, check back with the county to see the availability of that helio chopper, uh, which they do. And dispatch comes back and says they do have air medical available. Uh, they have been in the air for three minutes. Oh, thank you. And will be about twenty five minutes out from the scene. That would be Great. nice if dispatch actually told them that. That would be cool, you know? That would be cool. We need an update or anything. No, we don't need a fucking update at all. We don't even know those things. So 25 minutes, I can have him fully assessed in the back of the ambulance, head to tow trauma assessment, have a collar on him, have some O's going if we need it, help help him breathe if we need it, you know, get get everything. So by the time they show up in 20 minutes, get some, well, of course, you got to get the insurance information and let's do that before that the assessment and the and before the, the assessment. Absolutely. Correct. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't touch anybody without the insurance. We got to make sure that we have priorities here, gentlemen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so by, by the time all that's done, 25 minutes should have passed and absolutely, you know, chopper should be there. And then we just be like, here you go. Yeah. Right. Got to get, got to get fire on the scene to set up that, you know, landing zone yep that's true it might take them a, a little bit of time to hoof it out there mm-hmm. so the uh the primary emt makes the decision to launch the helicopter and have them land right at the scene as there is a large field that they just walked through so which is cool probably a good idea yep so and and you i know. like how like i like that the medic was the one who said yeah, give me the chopper, but Wait, the, what medic? The paramedic that was dispatched to this call. Oh, I thought it was just the two EMTs. It is. Well, there's a medic on the way from the county ambulance. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I got gotcha. you. But All remember, right. the medic was the one who said, "Hey, can we get a helicopter?" The EMT no, on the, the EMT scene did. was the one that was like, "Send them actually to the scene," which is which okay. I think is awesome. Yeah, um, why not? So the uh, the secondary EMT. Uh, I'll pop smoke. They'll know where to land. Absolutely, right? Um, the uh, the secondary EMT sizes and applies a cervical collar. Um, the uh, the patient's not complaining of any pain to his head, neck, or back. Um, he remains confused, still complaining of shortness of breath, and is now developing some uh, right to right to center chest pain. Uh, the primary EMT places him on 10 liters per minute oxygen via non-rebreather mask. And um, why? Because he's short of breath with pain. What's his stats, though? They don't know. Couldn't oh. tell you. Okay. Uh, we we okay. did not do a set of vital signs until about five more paragraphs, gentlemen. All right. Okay. So we administer medication before we take vitals. Okay. Well, a- cool. Absolutely. Next. I mean, you know. Next. It, it is what it is. Next. So I mean, the, guy, the guy isn't the guy isn't dying, so yeah, we could hold up on the O's for a little bit. I mean, he's not you know turning you know Smurf yet, so I mean, we could hold up on that. But okay, go on. But you know, it, it maybe this is the state where they mask and blast everybody. I don't know. Um, so my they work, they work for a fire department on the side, don't they? <laughs> Probably. Do Do you guys remember that there's a a, a driver of this BLS ambulance? 
I do. So that guy's still Edward there. Bond remembers. Yeah, that guy's still there. And uh, oh, okay. he's told via radio from the secondary EMT, you know, across the field to get back in the truck and drive over to where they are. Uh, so they do. No big mm. deal. Um, they get over to the tree line. Again, no big deal. So do you Didn't like, I read something about mud? Mud? There was no I mud. I, I thought, okay. I, I didn't read anything about mud. Barbecue oh. and dirt bike. Hope they got the uh, posi traction. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. they got the posi traction. One wheel spins, the other doesn't do nothing. Yep. You all know yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the ambulance gets through the yard, no problem. Parks next to the wood line that, that these guys are operating in. The EMTs perform one of the oldest tricks in the book that you never fucking see anymore, and they pull out a standing takedown to a backboard. Oh. <laughs> Can we put a KD on to just for the shits and giggles while we're here? Wow. Yep. They pull out. Wow. And now, I don't know the age of these EMTs. They could be like brand we got rid of new, the- or they could be like 80. I don't know. <laughs> When we got rid of the standing takedown, I, I believe the medical director's final words regarding it was, I will have anybody's card I see t- do a standing takedown on anybody from this point forward. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Did, they throw, did they throw the mass trousers on to make, you know, for, you know <laughs> just for good measure, too? Just wait. Just wait, guys. The sandbag. Well, no, he wanted to keep his arms coming. up. So just slide, slide, slide one arm in each you know leg of the pant and inflate it, <laughs> and he'll be out like Jesus, you know? I can't put my arms down. Oh, my. Prove that I'm going to get to the hospital. Right. <laughs> I, I knew. I just knew you guys would, would appreciate that. Um, uh, so they do this standing takedown. And, administered um, uh, activated charcoal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, the sandbag to the chest is coming. It's coming. All right. Oh, yeah. Don't you oh, worry. It's I was, coming. I was, I will lose, I was thinking I will it. lose my mind if there's a sandbag. I was, I was thinking it. Because, you know, when you add more weight to someone's chest, they breathe more better. <laughs> more Absolutely. weight means you breathe more good. <laughs> Hey, Joey, well, get like, the it's same like, bag. You know, uh, it's like, you know, you, you can't score points unless you score a touchdown. You know, boom. boom. Like, no shit. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so they do this standing takedown. They secure him to the board 100%. And uh, because the fire department still ain't there, they got they get the family and the driver, along with these two providers, to help carry him over to the ambulance. Of course they do. Um, they uh, they get them on the stretcher, and then they choose to leave them on the backboard, which is interesting. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, they did all of this work for, you know, spinal motion right. restriction, standing takedown. So I well, guess, they're you gonna know, put it them makes in, They're going to put them in Trendelenburg in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they fill the voids. So... Inside the ambulance, the, the I know you you watched an episode of Emergency to get all this, didn't you? I know what happened. This I is didn't. This is, from. I, this is Reno. What Reno nine one one? So the uh, the primary. Eric, if I hear you say that they called the hospital and asked for two large bore IVs to run D five W and transport immediately, I'm just gonna leave. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fucking Johnny and Roy. Oh. 
Go ahead, Squawk, if uh, you want. So the uh, the primary EMT begins their secondary assessment. While the, uh, while the secondary EMT gathers a baseline set of vitals. Finally. Uh, the assessment, finally. Finally. The assessment finds no head trauma, no deformity to the head. However, um, family tells well, EM- The I, head blocks are the way. How can they fucking tell? I know, right? And they, they I, I guess it's not no head trauma. It's no new head trauma since before they said there was a couple abrasions here and there, but- Nothing like super crazy. Question: Go ahead. How much? Has, how much has he had to drink? Did we ever find that out? Um, because that could explain why he's feeling no pain. We don't. And why two beers? His memory's fucked. We don't. Know. Two, it's first one and the last one. Two, two, two beers. So I had a couple yeah. beers. Two beers. Couple, two beers. Couple beers, bro. So, so I've been drinking water, uh, bro. Okay, so it says here down a couple paragraphs. I wrote in. A fair amount of alcohol on board. So there's yes. your no pain. There's your no pain, and there's your altered mental status. Yep. Or there's an add-on to like the no pain oh. and an add-on to the altered mental status because he the whacked his noggin on the, right on the fucking tree or the ground <laughs> or the bike or whatever. Sasquatch. It's always Sasquatch. It would have been so much cooler if he left the smiley face. <laughs> That would be nice. So yeah. the uh, they find no deformities to the ha- to the head. However, family tells EMS that his face looks to be approximately one to two times the normal size, just in his face. Uh, shirt is removed. Lung sounds. Land on a beehive. I don't, it's one of these fucking. It's, oh no, this isn't Patreon. This okay, isn't so Patreon. This is Patreon. He, right, if this is Patreon, he, it would have been a beehive. Damn he instantly, he instantly has Addison's disease. He's now has Moon's face. Boom, done. Right. right. Um. So uh, let's see. Uh, shirts removed. Then Sam Elliott showed up out of nowhere. Lung <laughs> lung sounds are taken. Look at you, Ella. Um. Lung sounds are taken and return is clear in all fields. They're di- they're diminished on the right side, but they're still present. Uh, chest walls feel the chest wall feels intact, but there is some point tenderness to the right flank. There's no bruising right. or swelling noted to that area. Anybody flunk flanks? Um, flunk flank. <laughs> legs are intact with no signs of injury or deformity. You, you, <laughs> uh, vital signs are taken via that other EMT. Manual blood pressure returns as 116 over 58. Heart rate via the pulse ox, because they didn't do a palp, is 98. Uh, respiratory rate of about 30, SpO2 of 91. Still on the 10 liters non-rebreather. Ooh, oh, I don't, don't like that. Be- don't believe it. Don't don't believe it. Why not? Don't believe the hype. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I, believe I, it. I, I don't believe those lung sounds. I think what they thought was clear was nothing was nothing and what they thought was diminished was maybe a little movement yeah okay, how many times so, you, oh it's all clear and you're like well if by nothing you mean clear well then technically you're right but okay so you're thinking that the clear was absent yep and they didn't hear yeah. anything they just thought they did and yeah. what they heard is the diminished yeah, was actually something. Yeah, it was air yeah. in that diminished spot. Yeah. Okay. I like it. But uh, 
the clear had to have been absent. There's there's no fucking way. Yeah, with the refs of like in the thirties and that SPO two and the way he was the way he's presenting, yeah, I don't I don't buy what they're spooning out right now. Okay. Um at uh at this point in time, the paramagician unit arrives on scene. Uh, oh, we're safe. Yep. Throw your hands oh. up, we're good. Uh, they find the BLS ambulance in the in the back of the in the back of the field, and the uh, the medic grabs their cardiac monitor and drug bag and heads strolling into the other ambulance. God, I wish we could have our own. Can see in the backboard, dude. I wish we could have our own theme music, like yeah, wherever we I walk. Hear the theme you know, music. that'd be Ooh, great. Like paramedic theme music, stroll yeah. music. I yeah, like it. you know, like like Jungle Boogie, right when you pull on, it's like get down, get down. Maybe that's something I'll work on. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd be more of a fan of the backyard boogie, but who am I? I mean, who are well, you, Phil? Uh, I'm not going to make a backdoor joke. I swear I won't. But you really want to. I know you do. I do. I really do. <laughs> I know you want to. I mean, it is what like butt drugs. Do, what if I just do that? No. Okay. Well, now you're like one of those cool guys with the pickup trucks that puts the big sticker on the back and is like, yeah, man, I'm a ladies' man. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure you are, buddy. No, don't worry. It'll get bigger when you get older. I swear. <laughs> I, I just, I just can't be, a, I can't be bilingual though. See. So. Well, you know, you got that. You got that going for you. That's right. So, uh, sweetheart, what... I promise. I, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once inside the uh, the primary EMT tells the medic how this dude was found, uh, that he remains to be confused. He's, com- you know, he's got complaints of increasing chest pain uh, and, you know, shortness of breath. The, mm. uh, the medic speaks to the family members outside of the ambulance because, you know, all the doors are open and they're still watching because that's how we roll. Um, drinking beers. Drinking beers. Absolutely got to be drinking beers. While this is going on? No, no. I'm sure that there was probably funny. some uh, some pulled pork of some kind. Ooh. I mean, that Ooh, would probably well, be good. I might have to stop food. my assessment. Like, oh, hold on, a, hold on a second. But yeah, all right, right. <laughs> so all right, I'll be right back. The uh, the family member <laughs> says that uh, that he wasn't wearing a helmet, was traveling a you know a very good speed through the property as you know they open it up through this field. Um, uh, I believe the kids call that ripping. Yep, ripping. Um, yeah. And uh, and he does have a fair amount of alcohol on board, as you know. They were drinking a lot before riding started. So he went over his helmet. Oh, interesting. There you go. I like it. Um, the uh, the medic. The first thing the medic. What is the first thing the medic should do? Get him off the fucking backboard. Re-listen to lung sounds. How about do your own assessment? What is the first thing you think the medic does? Okay, hold on, hold on. Close me, close my eyes. I'm pu- I'm pulling up on scene. First thing I want to do is where's my patient? <laughs> is my scene safe? Do I have proper BSI on? How I many mean, patients do I safe, have? Do BSI. I have I'm with you on all that. I'm with you on all that. Now, what do you think the medic actually does first? I'm None going to say an starts an IV. They- yeah. Oh, guys, you talks me. to the family. Nope. Nope, he's talking to the family, right? That's where okay. they get all that other information from. But all the right. first thing the Pop. medic actually does. Not, Pops a beer and has a hamburger. Oh, that would be so fly. Uh, nope. Hold, the, holds oh, man stabilization. 
<laughs> nope. The uh, the medic decides that in this point in time, the best action to do is uh, nothing. Is put him on the four lead because you know it's cardiac. That's why he's having chest pain, of course. Um, no. Hold on a second. See, this is where we we run into issues with people. <laughs> this is why nurses think we're stupid. Because this is why I enjoy writing these so very much. Who, you have no who idea. Don't who don't <sighs> take all the signs and symptoms into account. And I'm just I'm just saying cause we we've all seen it done. I've seen people, you know, do like I said, you know, just like. Um, I guess I'm going to hold manual stabilization. But you're the fucking paramedic. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Right. You know, I've seen people do shit like that. So, yeah. but but I've also seen people, well, I, I haven't, I didn't see it with my own two eyes, but I was told many, many, many times, many, 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 many times does about. Does I do this? It does. Okay. Well, no, 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 this, this is a different one. Uh, <laughs> about, you know, a certain uh, perspective adenosine push. When you mm -hmm. had all signs and symptoms and patient history given to you, and you go, okay, but the heart rate's at uh, 150, so here we go. We're doing adenosine. Yep. You know, you don't take anything else into account, but you just go, oh, look at that. So, yeah. Oh, he's got chest pain. Oh, I should do a fucking poorly. No, no I, I, I get it, but this is a trauma, dude, you know? So, eventually, this could end up being a heart issue, but not right now. It it could be. Well, he, he could have had a fucking heart attack and flipped over the handlebars. I don't know. I mean, eventually you you work yourself into a, you know you could work yourself into a cardiac tamponade, something fun like that. Right. Eventually, which could be happening, yeah, or, or something. Not fucking, right now. You know, right. Hemo and going on in there, yeah. I know. Right. Unless you're gonna pull out a needle about that long, you know, perform a pericardiocentesis, which you're not gonna do. Then no, no, I sure hope do. not. No, you'll be doing that. But um, move on. But I'll tell you, like it, you know, it's my, one of those things, hurts. like. We sit there and, you know, we make fun of this decision, but how many other paramedics would have done this? Like, you know, there's no assessment. They take all the EMT's word for it, right? They don't listen to lung sounds. They don't do any of that. And they go, oh, well, you know, I'm a paramedic, so I guess I should put on the monitor first. Like, well, well I, I, again, I, told, uh, I, I try to convey this to my, uh, whenever I used to get an intern. And, and I'm like, all right, so you have to also take into consideration things like, you know, the, what are the, what is the probability of, because you can't just, I forget how I used to call it. I, it, was, it was a medic lacking in algebraic skills, meaning if two plus two has to equal four and there's never any variables. So it's just straight up fucking math. They don't do any any kind of fucking equation with it, right? And, and, and oh, <laughs> Gerard froze mid sentence. Hello. Hello. Oh man, it looks like Butch froze too. I'm the only one here. Well, then you take it over. What do you think of this guy no. until they come back? I just, he's not, he's not grasping yeah. the full. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Uh, Gerard's yeah. looking down right now and uh, he's, he's talking, but he's frozen. 
So I'm getting a lot of like. Bruh, 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 yeah, bruh, bruh. I, I am too. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> this guy no. is very, he's no. very tough. I hear words. Oh, there he is. So, so oh. Gerard, we completely missed all of that. You and Butch froze. Me and Phil took I, over the show for a minute there. Um, I well, that's heard because you, you, you fucking froze, and you froze us the fuck out. That's the problem. Uh, apparently. So I heard yeah, two plus two equals four, and then yeah, nothing like after that. froze up. Oh, okay. Well. So hopefully you can eloquently say it as good as you did yeah, the I'll, first time. I'll say it as eloquently as I fucking can. So basically... If hey, you can't oh, see anything more than one sign or one symptom at a time, and you don't take the probability of it not being something based on what else has been going on, then you have are going to have a very, very, very hard time doing this job, and it might not be for you, because you can't look at this situation. Oh, he's complaining of chest pain. Oh, I, I guess the first thing I should do is hook him up to the cardiac monitor. No, it's chest pain because he was in a fucking traumatic injury, so... He probably needs you to do other things for his chest so he doesn't fucking die, and then it really becomes a cardiac problem because mm -hmm. it, it, it don't work no more. Yeah. You know, might be a good idea. Just saying. It's oh. <laughs> uh, so your, uh, your wife there, Gerard, is throwing shade in the, uh, <laughs> in the comments. Unless the oh, yeah. paramagician is going to needle decompress or give pain meds, just let the BLS crew take it. The guy will probably live. I wow. mean, she's not wrong. Um, wow. So talking with them big talking with them big fucking britches now, huh? Right. So uh, mm -hmm. the uh, you get one little fucking code save, and all of a sudden it's fucking <laughs> oh shit! I know it all, baby. <laughs> Remember, she's in the next room. So, I forgot about that. So <laughs> you're gonna have to walk past that shit. I'm just going to stay here with my alien spooge tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the initial rhythm comes back as a sinus tack. Um, what? No way. I know. Shocker, right? Um, but, uh, but then the medic even doubles down on this and gets a 12 lead, too. Of course he does, because you know, it was chest pain. Because it was chest pain. And they no, I find, knew that was coming. They find no, no ST elevations, no, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, all over mm -hmm. systemic, uh, yeah. ST elevations. Yeah. I tell you what, leave, leave, leave those on and just keep doing what you're doing. Right. It's going to change for you. It's, <laughs> Trust me. Absolutely. Hopefully you'll see it on the monitor. Uh, get it. so the, uh, the medic then goes because they've done the most important thing first. I believe that's called foreshadowing the, uh, right. The medic did the, the most important thing first. So then they go and do the second least important thing and uh they listen to lung sounds next and uh they confirm that no that's good i want them to listen to lung sounds I, me too just i yeah. i would have liked it reverse yeah um, I, I get it strike, strike that reverse it yeah i get so it so they listen to lung sounds and they hear clear bilaterally in all fields of course um diminished in the bases of course they did very shallow but present Equal huh. chest rise and fall, no visible trauma or bruising uh, to the chest wall. Very shallow, very shallow, but clear in all fields. Yep. Okay, so if it's shallow, how did you hear all the fields? 
Fuck if I know, man. No. Hmm. I it's it's I hard to get bunk side you go. <gasps> I also agree with that, that too. You know, when, when the air only gets like that far up the lung, you know what I mean? It's, it's like it's hard. Yep. So the uh, I'm just saying. Uh, you... Wait, and how do you properly do lung sounds when you're on a fucking backboard? There's that too. There's oh, that I know too. what he does next: orthostatics. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stand him up on the backboard. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll take him down again. You were standing takedown in reverse. Oh, a laying lift? What, is it? what would that be? A laying lift up? A um, laying lift. I like so, it. Just watch his head on the roof. Bong. Bong. <laughs> head injury. <laughs> so the uh, the medic sees that this guy is, you know, increasingly tachypnic uh, uh-huh. and tells the EMTs to start ventilations with a BVM. Uh, they connect him to a, uh, or they connect an adult BVM to oxygen and begin to assist ventilations. Uh, the, the patient doesn't really like this whole mass thing over their face. So they're kind of trying to wiggle it back and forth, but not being able to move too far left and right with the head blocks and collar. They're able to actually ventilate this guy. He's still confused. He's alert. And he's asking a lot of repetitive, uh, questions. At I, wonder this how, point. I wonder how he'd like it. If I were just RSI him, then he'd just go right to sleep. Then he would just go right to sleep. Yeah, yeah, so so because you know we we have we have something that's going on that might get worse and well, you know. I so let's go. Let's dive into that because there's mm. only one paramedic on this scene. There's no second paramedic well, no coming RSI, to this scene. I know. You know, yeah, no, we're good. Um, we're we're at where we need to be. So, where are you like thought processes? I'm assuming you guys want to decompress this guy. We're 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 yes. we're BVMing this you know this call at this point in time or this patient at this time. And what does the BVM feel like? It's made of plastic and it's squishy. Yeah. I didn't get oh, that okay. information. I apologize. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of like a boat, know, so, so that little pneumothorax that we already have is going to be made worse when you're going right. squeezing with you know because we got this major trauma going on and we got that EMT going you know. I mean that's fair. Sixteen hundred, you know, liters of oxygen. Well, so, like, I'm at this point right now where I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the comp- needle, needle decompression, but I don't. Mm, how far away are we from the helicopter? A few minutes, not even. Okay, so they're like they're almost here. Yeah, like. Two paragraphs later, it says they're on final. So okay, it's minutes at this point. All right. So at this point, I would probably go ahead and just pop one midclavicular. Or not midclavicular, uh, midaxillary. Okay. I'd go, I'd go for the low one and put that in. And uh, then we're not going to do anything else except a line until they get here. Okay. Because I don't want to do anything that they're going to want to do or undo. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, if they're almost here. I'll just hook them up with a, you know, with a freaking needle and a, uh, and an IV, and I will, hands off. Butch, what are what are you thinking? I would I would decompress. I I would probably also do. What are what were the last final signs? Uh, were tacky. They were. What was the pressure? Uh, one sixteen over fifty eight. Yeah, I do some fluids. Um, I might even go as far as do a little pain meds on board because I know he says he's not feeling pain, but. 
We're feeling some pain somewhere. He doesn't know it. He just doesn't know it yet. So this guy says he's feeling some chest pain, um, but it, you know, like he's not. Well, it's cardiac, so he's not really hurting. Right. He, right. Yeah. Exactly. We we've yeah, it's totally fine. You could be elastic. We'll we'll give him we'll give him nitro here in a second. Don't you worry. Yeah, that's right. We'll give some nitro, right. a little bit of aspirin. Um, yeah. Phil, Phil, where are you going with this one? I mean, definitely like. I mean, I would personally decompress him. Um, get some airway shit ready just in case like shit goes downhill, and then just really just well, you know what they say a couple lines in. Shit does roll downhill. Oh, I was gonna say when the shit goes down, you better be ready. Yeah, I mean, like personally, I like I like to prepare for the worst because I'm a black fucking cloud, a shit magnet, if you will. Oh. So it's you know, it's in my nature. Are you though? Not as bad as like Gerard, but fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> no offense. Yes, me. yes, I've worked with him a few times, and I've never called a helicopter as many times as I have. I've worked with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's fair. True. That's a true story. I'll just pull out. I'll just pull out bilateral fourteen gauge EJs and you know walk, put them there on my go. back, and walk them to the ER. That's fine. All right. Like Clint fucking Eastwood with those things, huh? Mm-mm. You know, when you got air medical calling him, be like. Are you working today? No. Well, we got you know, their landings. I thought it was you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told you, you that story. Right? Did you ever get yeah. your wings from them? Nobody ever gave me no wings. Uh, Were they gonna give me wings? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find. I want out. wings, dude. Man, I'm, help, I'm gonna help, have help to figure it out. So, That'd be cool. uh, so as we continue, I mean, Jesus here, Christ, I made him enough freaking money. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I told you the story that day, Dana. Right. He, or, I'm sorry. Uh, one of their people called me. <laughs> You know the guy. The guy. The guy. The guy with the thing. The guy, the guy. with the thing. Yeah, where I'm, I'm literally sitting on my day off in my underwear, you know, vegging out, watching TV, and the phone rings, and I hear this helicopter spooling up, and you hear the turbines winding up, and I and, and hey, we're just firing up. What do you got? Like, um, I got my fucking drink in my hand, <laughs> I got and Jerry I'm watching on. TV. I'm sitting in my drawers. Why? Well, what do you got? He's like. Oh, well, we're coming to you. Like, w- hope not. What are you talking about? Oh, there's a bad one in the county. It, it, aren't, isn't it you? Like, nah, I'm off today. Oh, all right. Well, my bad. Click. <laughs> like, you, you just, you hear a bad one in the county and you just fucking assume it's me. Yep. <laughs> Good for you, Gerard. <laughs> Nobody else has ever had a flight crew call them. <laughs> that is true. That's a fact right there. What the fuck, dude? That is a fact. So uh so while the while the secondary EMT is is ventilating this guy, the uh the medic goes and places uh an 18 gauge to the left AC. They hang a liter bag of saline and uh they they don't, you know, put it wide open, but it's like half open. Uh, Why not put it wide open? Uh, the the reason that I was given was the blood pressure didn't reflect, you know, aggressive fluid resuscitation. I don't okay, know. but Tra- you know, trauma and anything that isn't one twenty over eighty, I, and you, dude, you're not gonna you're, go wide open again. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> Di- diastolic in the fifties. We're not gonna go wide open. I know. I know. Yeah, it's one. You're getting your priming you're priming the pump granted it's not blood but it's something it is something 
you know, he could he could have oh, like yeah. an internal bleed somewhere. It's not you're you're getting ahead of the inevitable. It's I I don't know. Inevitable. Oh. So they uh, the the after the IVs established, the uh, the medic goes ahead and gives two fifty microgram uh, fentanyl doses uh, for pain. Lung sounds are uh, taken again. Uh, it's still reported that they're clear in all fields, diminished but present. Um, they, uh, they, this guy says that his breathing, the, the patient itself says that the breathing is bad, but it's not worsening. Um, the, uh, they also report that the breathing's not bad, but the chest pain is increasing. Let's put it that way. How, how does the patient tell is it when you're bagging with, him? Because, I was going to say, is, is it increasing with every squeeze of the bag? Um, I couldn't tell you. Uh, couldn't tell I bet you. it is. But I'm assuming that if this guy is still, like, alert enough to fight the bag, that he's probably, they're probably not taking over his ventilations, which is why he can still talk to him. I'm just saying, if they're if they're bagging, they'll be like, oh, you know, you should probably keep that seal in there, you know, to get the oxygen. If they think they need you, oxygen, they keep the be, oxygen going. I mean, and probably not cut wrong. down the chit chat. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that. Uh, vital signs are taken. Uh, this time, the NIBP cuff is used. Um, it comes back as one three nine over eight five. Heart rate is an even one hundred. Respiratory rate of thirty six. Hmm. SPO two of ninety two. Um, yeah, if uh, I had if I had if I had somebody here with me, uh, there'd be two darts in him, and we'd be dropping a tube. We'd be putting them under. Excuse me. I, you know, I, uh, I kind of like I, wanna... I kind of like the tube idea. Yeah. I kind of like where uh, all I this wanna, is going. I want to uh, just nasally intubate him. I mean, you yeah, totally nah, could do that too, but you, you could. Know, I don't know with with possible head injury that we don't know nah, about. I wouldn't eh, do it. You know. Um, so it's told to the EMS crew, the air medicals on the final approach, the, uh, the medic goes ahead and just looks over this patient one more time. Uh, they still, yep. They yep. still know, no head, neck, back pain, uh, right flank pain still present. There's no crepitus in that area. Uh, there's no bruising or other trauma noted to that area. Um, during the, during the further palpation, um, there is notable sharp pain to the left hip area, um, mm. causing him to almost jump Just get a binder, right? Jump upwards on palpation. Uh, but no other findings are noted. So flight team lands crew moves inside of the ambulance, uh, full report mm. from the EMT and the paramedic are given to the flight team. Uh, flight team gathers vital signs and performs their own exam. Uh, the flight team uh, reports that there is equal chest rise, clear and present lung sounds, just like before. Uh, but they also find that there's a slight rise in the pectoral muscle of about a half an inch uh, that well, goes he, he, previously unnoticed by all of the other crews. Well, um, he was doing chest and back that day. Right, know. absolutely. Uh, this rise is entirely on the right side from the abdomen to the neck. Uh, they palpate this rise and it feels just squishy. So like air, they, they palpate it and it feels like 
you know, fat squishy. They hmm. palpate it again, but they go way deeper at this point, and they do feel the presence of subcutaneous emphysema. Um, end tidal and ox- oxygen saturations uh, are reported to be in normal good ranges. Um, other vital signs are also uh, what was reported as not concerning from the flight team. Uh, they the the two discussed the need for intubation, but um, they actually decide not to intubate an RSI based off of the current presentation. Uh, they also I don't know. This is all reported secondhand. Uh, they this is the one that I'm interesting to see what your guys' reactions are. They also discuss the need for needle decompression, but they say that this gentleman does not meet that criteria, and they do what? not do it at this point in time. Really? Uh, this again. This is verbatim from the crews that gave me this call. What was their reason? Uh, that they weren't. They did not believe that the patient showed signs of attention pneumo, so that didn't meet their standards of needle so decompression. So we wait for the tension before we decompress. I'm just telling you what is here. Whether like you agree with it or not, I'm just saying. taking a shit. You know? So, uh, finally after seeing the... I'm just going to finish because we're right at the end here. Finally after seeing the sub-Q emphysema, um, seems to be slowly growing. And they also find out that they believe that, remember how we said this guy's face was bigger? Yeah. Right? They think that also has something to do with the air leakage. Um, They do end up choosing to RSI this guy. RSI is done successfully in the air, uh, in the ambulance. Uh, He's moved into the aircraft and he's flown to the trauma center that would have been what an hour and a half on ground. Yeah. Um, yep. So before I give you updates and stuff like that, because I do have them, which is cool. What do you think this, how, how'd this call go over overall? And like, where are your thoughts with the flight team and this, like, and this paramedic? Because I'm, pre- I, I'm thinking like, other than, the EMTs, and this is my personal opinion, other than the EMTs doing a standing takedown and not looking at the chest, the EMTs pretty much did a solid job. Like, they hit all of their yeah. marks that they're going to do. What are your guys' thoughts? No, they didn't. Okay, what could they have done differently that they, I'm that I'm overlooking? They forgot to get a BG. Fuckers! He could have been hypoglycemic after all the alcohol intake. That's what caused the power of flight. And that's what caused the the accident. Jackass. Jackass. I mean, hypoglycemic all along. So after hearing further details, I've changed. I I mean, I can understand the not decompressing because I think he has uh, something else going on in there. But I'll let you give the diagnosis. But no, no, I want to hear it first. Give me, give me ideas. I, give me reasons. I, I like these. I don't think now after hearing this, I mean, I would have thought from the beginning that yes, this guy's got a pneumo. We got to do some things. But now with after assessment saying like that, I think this guy has a torn trachea. 
Yeah, either torn or separated. Yep. I think that's the issue with this guy now, which is, you know, decompressing is not going to change any of what's happening to him. He needs he needs cold steel to fix that. Yeah. So, so hmm. with the... They don't possess that level of 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 knowledge. Of knowledge, right? Like I, that's I, that's where the I, maha, like we gotta we gotta right, bow exactly. to the like, master. Like, like you know, forgive me, a waffle. Because you know I the do not have your superior intellect and education. <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's got this growing puffy area. Right and, you know, now that you're saying it, I'm like, and... yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> maybe you could have even separated it too. I mean, maybe it is a good thing that they boarded and collared this guy. And without even realizing it, maybe they did some justice there. I don't know. Could have totally worked. Could have just been, yeah, been a bad yeah. thing. Right? That's that's an interesting fucking theory. Um, so, so Phil, do you want to... Phil, do you want to throw in here, or um, do you want me to read the update I mean, first? I think <clears throat> it's probably more possibly to damage to, like, his upper like mid airway definitely probably i wouldn't say torn because i don't think he'd be able to like really speak unless it was like a pinpoint tear but um definitely probably like separated it somewhere um or like maybe he has like a like a very very slight puncture wound like high upper apex of the lung yeah but i don't think i don't think decompressing it would have really helped because of where that the swelling actually ended up being, but without having you know the knowledge of the ages, like some of <laughs> us do, um, <laughs> and me just being a lowly, lowly civil servant, um, I probably would have done it. I probably would have uh, decompressed him. And would it would it hurt anything? Probably not. Continue, I mean, continue bagging. You know. it, it, I mean, clinical course, this guy's probably going to get a chest tube no matter what. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so, like, even there, and you're like, okay, well, I'm not causing him to get a chest tube that he wouldn't already get. You know, like, looking at clinical course-wise, you know where this call is going, you know? Um, So, all right. We'll we'll, we'll hold there. Let me read the update because the update's Mm kind of interesting. Um, Especially for— He had a UTI. You know, dude, <laughs> Jess brought home a call the other day, and she's like, let me let me talk to you. Um, and she's like, would you have done this? And, uh, you know, they ended up giving certain things, and she wanted to see if I would agree with those. And she's like, yeah, she goes, you know, we gave this and that, the other thing, and I don't know. Like, we just weren't sure, like, what was going on and – you know, what exactly, you know, this patient's problem was. And I was like, honey, I was like, as soon as about a minute into the story, I knew exactly what it was. And she's like, what? I was like, UTI. (laughs) (laughs) And she looked at me and she's like, shut the fuck up. UTI, (laughs) UTI, hyperglycemia, just go away. (laughs) So, uh, so the uh, the air air medical crew ends up getting them. They they do the RSI. RSI goes successfully. Uh, saturations <laughs> actually increase, um, and then Surprising. they get them into uh, into the aircraft. They start to fly, and um, 
It's reported that the flight team performed two needle decompressions on the right side uh, because saturations began to fall into the 80s during flight. Um, they never got them back above, uh, like, 94. Mm. Uh, they kind of hovered in the low 90s. Um, at the hospital, he's gifted a chest tube. Um, and after the chest tube, saturations continue to fall. Wow. Um, and the hospital was having some issues with keeping his saturations up. Um, they end up getting him to surgery and then to the ICU. Um, did he like completely pop a fucking lung? So from the, like when he hit the tree, did he have like a full breath? So what I, what, (laughs) what I have next is what they've, is what the EMS crew got is their like treating diagnosis wow. from the update, which is he's being treated for bilateral hemonumos, uh, he mul- multiple right sided, yep, multiple yeah. uh, right sided rib fractures, a left sided yep. pelvic fracture, and the one that none of us saw coming, a basilar skull fracture. Hmm. Wow, I think he, I think he got tacoed around the tree. To be perfectly fucking I mean, honest, he just lucked out and didn't fucking, it didn't, you know, it did. Hey, it didn't leave a mark, right? You know, it like it was it, so fast that yeah. boom, right. No mark I, whatsoever. But I think he, when he knew he was going down, he went <gasps> and fucking took that big gulp of air and popped both of his fucking lungs when he hit that tree. Yep. And if he, you know, they they say it, they jokingly say it, but if he had been sober, probably would have killed him. He'd be dead. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this dude yeah. probably flopped around like a fish. Oh, well, you know, um, so yeah, like this dude was as, as you know, you guys so eloquently put it was f- totally foobarred from the start, um, yeah. you know, and it, and it's one of those things like, you know, there's a, there's a, at least in this state, you know, I, I want to kind of talk about the, the subcutaneous emphysema, right? Um, because not a lot of people see it. So like these guys completely missed it. It had to have been there before the uh, the flight crew got there, right? It yeah. doesn't just get there in two minutes. In all fairness, when in a nursing home, it does. Well, yeah. well, well, yeah. It, it happened mag- right when you walked in the, in the door. It's a magical place. Yeah, it was magic. <laughs> but no, when you're when you're preoccupied with putting on a four lead, and you're preoccupied with standing takedowns fucking and all right. this other fucking. All this stuff that you didn't really have to do that you could have spent doing a really actual, like, full-on detailed physical examination. Mm-hmm. You know, especially hitting the areas where you think... But at the same point... You know, normally weird shit would happen. But at the same point, So you point, got a guy Gerard, who... who yeah. there, this, there were three assessments done on this guy. And they all missed it. And they all missed it. So, no, I'm not saying I would have picked it up because I probably would have fucking missed the whole thing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah, I probably would have been like, all right, here, have some fucking oral glucose and shut the fuck up. I don't know. Yum. Um, oral glucose, yum. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Um, where was I going with this? I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. So, like I was saying, you have all these this extraneous information that you're not paying any attention to because you're just paying attention to what's in front of your face. You got a dude who went off a bike, flipped over, probably tacoed on a goddamn tree. He's having trouble breathing. He has chest pain. 
His sats aren't going up, but you're not really hearing much going on in the lungs. Okay, they're clear. Okay, are they clear or are they just, there's just nothing really going on in the lungs? You know what I mean? So you got all these things going and nobody sat and thought, hey, you know, let's take a step back and take all this in and, and pretty much guess, you know what? Hey, maybe we should palpate up the side of his neck mm-hmm. and see if we feel anything funky. You know, or up around his his, you know, clavicles, and see if we feel anything funky down there. Oh, look, that doesn't feel normal. That kind of feels like I'm pushing on Rice Krispie treats. Right. You know, that's not supposed to feel like that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not faulting anybody. I mean, the fucking dude lived. Whoopie, you know, whoopee. Um, yeah. you you did your best. I don't think anybody right. went in there did, and well, I mean, nobody went in there and like with malice and was like, oh, I'm just gonna do a shit job today. You know, no, nobody. No, and and honestly, they I just don't... went and did their fucking job and they got him to a hospital and then everybody lived and everybody's happy. So, but I'm just thinking, you know, if you want to be better next time, if we all want to be better next time, we all need to sit there and look and take everything into account. Throw out the take the probabilities of the stuff that it probably isn't, and don't fucking worry about that shit. You know, trauma like that. Hey, you know what? Let's focus on. Uh, let's really focus on trauma assessment and ABCs. Right. You know, let's really do that, especially when he's got some complaints that are in that that realm of possibility. Yeah. You know. You know, I think a lot of times we get focused on we got to do we got to do this we got to do something because this patient is right. you know, but one thing I learned in my medical class was sometimes just don't just do something stand there take that second to look around just to be like, what am I missing? Something is not adding up with the story. What is missing in this picture? Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. The, you know, looking at the big picture, that's why like, I love having the big picture view on like cardiac arrests. Right. Cause there's so many moving parts that like some person steps back and just goes, all right, what are we missing? We should be doing that on all calls. Like, cause the paramedic could have easily stepped back for a second or one of those other EMTs could have stepped back for a second and been like, all right, what are we missing? What didn't we do yet? Right. You know, like, let's look at all of the possibilities. Like you guys are saying, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, I mean, we think about it, you know, his vital signs were, they weren't great, but they, I, you know, yep. They, I, yeah, no, no, they weren't they weren't horrible. He wasn't like super fucking tacky through the roof. Right. He wasn't super low, you know, on the pressure. Everything was I the only thing that was the outlier was the tachypnea and the SPO2. Right. So but, that right there tells you something's going on breathing. Yeah, agreed. In B and B, possibly even A. Yep. But something but in there is preventing something from happening. Think about this. It's 48 years old, that. 48 years old. ETOH on board, so he probably has a history of some ETOH going on. His pressure should be probably a little bit higher than that. You know, think about those things. What is his? What are his, his norms? He's right. probably not even close to his norms. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with how you know alcohol masks pain, yep. you know, is is should he be more in unstable vital right. sign territory because he yep. should be exhibiting more signs of pain too? You know. Yeah. So and he has pain. So how? What is that pain really? With really, already right. the pain exactly. Right. So um, let let's talk about sub Q emphysema here. So 
for those that don't know what the heck we're talking about, it's air trapped in the middle layer of the skin, so the dermis layer of the skin. Um, it can be absolutely benign at times, or it could be like super life threatening because of something like this, some significant, you know, trauma, chest trauma. Um, and the big thing is like, we always try and teach people what it feels like. Um, and lots of people say it's like, you know, uh, a popping, cracking, like rice krispies under the skin. Um, what do you guys, because I think everybody has, like, a different feeling of it. What do you guys feel, like, if you felt sub-Q emphysema, what does it feel like to you? Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap, yeah. Bubble, okay. Like, 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 yeah, like, yeah. like, um, I'm trying to think if like there is something comparable out bubble there. unpopped bubble wrap? But, but the only thing I can really, yeah, come close to. Yeah, like, like, Kinda. like, like. Like you know the bubble wrap that you know the bubbles on the bubble wrap that don't actually like fully pop, but they're not like super rigid. They're just kind of you can just kind of push squishy. on them a little yes. bit. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they're squishy. That's they what it feels like. Yeah. Right. So bubble. Go ahead. Like that thin kind of bubble. It's like that real thin, like like packing bubble wrap. Hmm. You know where it's not where the bubbles aren't rigid, but you can just kind of you push on them a little bit and they don't actually pop, and it has that weird little funky feel to it. Yeah, so so I never even thought about the bubble wrap. Uh, you know what came to my mind the first time I felt sub-Q, uh, sub-Q air was, you know, like those little jelly balls that you put on ice cream? Yes. That's what yeah, it the, felt the, like the, to me. Yeah. Like yeah, if the, you the... squished one of those little balls right. and you had a couple of them right. together, that's what it felt like yeah, to yeah. me. Show, me. show me how you squish those balls again. Little, 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 little. The same way oh, you like itch them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, don't forget to cup them. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, those things, the, the, what do you call it? Um, I, I have they, no they, idea what they're they called, like, but like, I don't know, but they got like dragon fruit flavor, yeah, like boba, yeah. like boba tea or Bo- something. You know? yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's what it felt like to me. And like, I didn't feel like rice krispies. Mm. Like, I don't know why they use yeah. that. Cause it totally doesn't feel like that, but, no. but that's just it. So, um, Needle decompression. Now, now this is this is fun. Needle decompression, or even neck decompression, which ain't a thing for us, but it is in other places like the hospital, um, is the go-to hospital treatment for sub-Q emphysema. However, in New York State, and I'm sure just like there is in other states, there's no direct protocol for dealing with sub-Q emphysema or sub-Q air. So what the hell can you do? You can't do anything. Unless there's, you know, signs and evidence of, you know, a worsening pneumothorax, you don't really do anything for it, you know? And that's, that's the really shitty part about it. You know, um, there's nothing, there's nothing we can do. Right. I mean, so I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to throw this in there. Um, Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And and in this case, we had three providers on scene look at and assess the body, the chest, and didn't see the sub-Q air that was there. And I don't know if, you know, these providers didn't know what sub-Q air was or, you know, had never seen it or felt it or whatever before, but... My my hope is that 
everyone who's listening to this goes out and thinks about one thing. Just take the time to evaluate one thing that you don't know in the practice of EMS. And then go, and if it's a skill, practice that skill. If it is a medical something, you know what? Go and brush up on it because we don't know what we don't know. So, like, if I had never seen sub-Q air before and never knew what it felt like, and I would be like, you know what? I have no idea what that is, and this person had it, and if mine had it, I would never have known it. I -hmm. think – that would that would wake me up to be like, let's go research it a little. So yeah. I think we should all like take the time and go research something that we're like, yeah, you know what? We don't know that as best as we should. Maybe yeah. we, you know, and and I bring this up because when I actually spoke to the crew that submitted this call, the paramedic told told me right through email that they had never seen sub Q air before. So they had no clue what they were actually looking at. Wow. You know, and that that's what brings it up. Like, you know, like yeah. it, we don't know what we don't know. And we should we should start taking those things and, and growing what we do know, you know. Yeah. Um, but anything- I, I wish I, I wish I would have done that with ambulance wheels falling off. That would have been good to know before. <laughs> Know what, so, that, know what that feels like. So I, I'm 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 intrigued here. Uh, your lovely wife, Gerard, uh, threw yeah. into the chat uh, an interesting question. So right. way way in the wayback machine, uh, the Maha said that this could be chest. It could be neuro, like neurogenic shock, even. And uh, she says, with the vital signs, was it the beginning of Cushing's? Because well, he did have the skull fracture. He did have yeah. the skull fracture eventually, but uh, so so there must have been some whipping around there. Yep, I mean you know? they the you know there, there could have been some neuro, some spinal shock or something along those lines. Yeah, I mean if if let's, it, hold on, let's leave it to the uh, expert. Oh, okay, leave it to yeah, the Maha. Yeah, oh, you guys are doing good over there. It's, you know, no, no, no. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll even, I'll even put on. I want to, I want to, I want to hear your nasal decongestant there. I'll even ah, put my, on. My butchers. nose is leaking like a sieve right now. It's like terrible. <laughs> I know what's going on. It's horrible. We uh, see. That's how you know who your real friends are, right? Yeah. When they know, like, when they know, like, your weakness right now, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, we should ask him to say, yeah, say something." <laughs> let's just, let's just snap right out of his nose while he says something. I want to hear you talk. <laughs> Tell me all about it. I mean, yeah, I would, I would. The reason I thought of it first was, like I said, because of his, pers- you know, way he was perspiring, you know, just above the neck. Usually it's one side of the body or the other, or just half, you know, half up, half down. But, I mean, because we didn't have a good assessment at the point in time, especially now that we know they didn't see the, you know, subcute emphysema, mm. but... We never did get a better idea of what his skin looked like mm-hmm. at any point in time. So yeah, we never. He never said anything about the color of the skin, did we? Yeah. Nope. Huh. Interesting. No. I wonder. What, I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was too. Hmm. Yeah. Respiratory rates up. Heart rates up. Respiratory right. up. Yeah. And it, and you know, tanking, so. it is. It is kind of weird that like, you know, they were 
grossly profuse in like one one third of one right, quarter of the their other. body, but not right. anywhere else. Like that's kind of yeah. bizarre too. Yeah, like you know? maybe maybe the nerves to that part were saying, yeah, no, I think we're all right. But the other side's going, no, 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 we need you to open up or something. Right. No, no, we're right. good, we're good, we're Def- good. Definitely some interesting shit to think about. I'm fine. Bro. We're all fine here. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tumor. Not a tumor. Not a tumor. Uh, so, um, thank you everyone for watching, uh, this, this last episode here of the, uh, of the podcast. Um, I guess we will go on to end of tour here for a little bit. Um, I actually got some, some interesting trivia to hit you guys with, um, a, a subject matter we have not done yet on, uh, on end of tour live. So give us a couple minutes and, uh, supposed to have a segment. I, I forget. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you don't even remember what it was. So, oh, it was supposed to be your meme, meme of the week. Yeah, oh, meme of the week. Well, yeah, I can, I can find, I can, I can whip something up real quick. Excuse right. me while I whip this out. Yeah, you got, you got <laughs> five me. minutes. There you go. <laughs> so, thank you again, everyone, for uh, for sticking with us here on the podcast. Uh, the uh, the you know the continued support is always amazing mm. and just very yes. very very humbling. So. I uh, I always appreciate all of that. So, till next time, guys. You guys stay safe. Gerardo, lead us out. Donuts. Donuts. And cronuts. Mm, cronuts. Think of those donuts. Oh, that'd be so yummy. Maybe you can get two in there. Two? God damn. Two fingers or two donuts? Ooh. Ooh. Double I don't your know. pleasure, double your fun. <clears throat> Why not both? Ooh, Ooh Bofa. Both both of them. Bofa. Bofa. Alright, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more information on the podcast or to send us a call review, please visit medicmaterials.com slash podcast. To learn more about earning continuing education credit from listening to this episode or others, check out medicmaterialscmeacademy.thinkific.com. We appreciate your continued dedication towards EMS education and helping us advance the field. See you next time.